Good morning. This is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to First Thing, the weekday top story podcast that goes over the day's headlines. Listen to past episodes at mailtribune.com slash podcasts. It's also on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. These are the top stories for Friday, September 7th, 2018. First up, this is from the Associated Press. Truckers abandoned big rigs and motorists screamed in fear as they came dangerously close to an explosive wildfire that shut down about 45 miles of a major California interstate near the Oregon border that authorities were desperately trying to reopen. In a video, a passenger in a vehicle screams, Oh my God, I want to go, as nearby trees burst into flames. I can't breathe, the woman says, sobbing. Please, guys, come put it out. The fire erupted Wednesday afternoon in a rural area and devoured timber and brush on both sides of Interstate 5 as it nearly tripled in size overnight, officials said Thursday. Interstate 5 remained closed late Thursday night 10 miles north of Redding at Fawndale Road to 3.6 miles south of Mount Shasta at Mott Road, according to Caltrans. When the fire started, law enforcement officers were diverting hundreds of cars and trucks to the Lemoyne exit to turn around but the blaze started advancing rapidly toward that once safe location, said Lieutenant Commander Kyle Foster of the California Highway Patrol's Mount Shasta office. Officers had to send cars and trucks through a 12-foot gap in the center median designed for emergency vehicles. Remarkably, they were able to get most vehicles turned around and away from the flames, he said. About 17 semis were abandoned by drivers who couldn't maneuver their trucks out in time, and at least four of them were burned. The flames were over the tops of trees, 50 foot high, right here on the shoulder on both sides of Interstate 5, said Sergeant Tim Hinkson of the California Highway Patrol. It wasn't like it was a couple hundred feet from the freeway. It was right on top of the freeway. Less than 24 hours after the blaze broke out Wednesday in the Shasta Trinity National Forest, the Delta Fire had grown to more than 15,000 acres. By Thursday evening, it had scorched 22,000 acres and was 0% contained. Fire officials feared that once the inversion layers sitting over the fire cleared, the blaze would once again explode through the mountainous forest region, heading farther north toward Gibson, east toward Greens Mountain, and west toward Damnation Peak. By early Friday, the fire could expand east and possibly merge with the Hers Fire, a 46,150-acre blaze that is 80% contained, fire officials said. At least three homes have been damaged or destroyed, and several more are under threat. About 300 people have evacuated along I-5 from Lemoyne to the Shasta-Siskiyou County line, said Captain Brandon Vaccaro, a Delta Fire spokesman. The entire town of Dunsmuir has been told to be ready to evacuate. And last up. With his heart unable to pump enough blood to meet the needs of his body and brain, Monty Lenz lost 70 pounds, could barely speak, and had to use a walker in his attempts to get around. A 2015 heart transplant at Oregon Health and Science University in Portland gave the Medford resident and former Marine a new lease on life. But now, Lenz, 68, is worried about follow-up care for patients with transplanted hearts and the fate of people still waiting for transplants. OHSU's heart transplant program has collapsed after it lost several key physicians. The doctors I've had up there have been absolutely wonderful, Lenz said. They work with you, talk with you, and have a wonderful bedside manner. They get to be family, and we rely on them. OHSU initially said it would suspend its heart transplant program for two weeks, but later extended the shutdown indefinitely. The hospital sent Lenz and other patients a message on August 31st, stating, We regret to share the difficult news that OHSU chose today to extend the temporary inactivation of our heart transplant program beyond the initial 14 days. 
We made this decision in the best interest of our patients. Due to physician departures as of September 30th, we will no longer have the specialists necessary to keep our program active. OHSU said it is committed to rebuilding the program and is in the process of recruiting new heart failure and transplant specialists. But for now, the program will not evaluate new patients to see whether they are candidates for heart transplant surgery. The hospital will not accept donor hearts or perform transplant surgeries on patients on the OHSU waiting list. Some patients awaiting hearts already have been referred to other programs. The University of Washington School of Medicine announced on August 31st that it already had received eight patient referrals from OHSU. Our primary commitment is to patients. A state line doesn't mean we're any less committed to people who live in Oregon than who live in Washington, said Dr. Daniel Fishbein, medical director for heart transplant and professor of medicine at the University of Washington School of Medicine. We are the closest transplant program to Oregon, and we feel a great commitment to patients with advanced heart disease in the entire region. In addition to halting heart transplants, OHSU will also stop implanting long-term heart pumps, such as ventricular assist devices that serve as a bridge for patients awaiting a transplant, OHSU said in the letter to patients. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.